Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hello there. We have two-star pitchers and sleeper hitters up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, August 5th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at the schedule for Week 19. Pretty normal. We've got four teams with five games. The Dodgers, the Twins, the Rays, and the Brewers. 20 teams with six games and six teams with seven games. Let's get into the fringe two-star pitchers. Scott, what do you think about Zach Gallen up against the Pirates and at the Rockies? Well, I do want to say up front that, I mean, you said it was pretty typical. It's, it's pretty light, actually. There are only 26 two-star pitchers this week. Usually there's something like 35 to 40. So we can't afford to be as picky. Uh, it is true that Zach Allen has that one start at Colorado, the other at Pittsburgh. I think I'd normally lean yes on Gallon anyway. He's just kind of earned automatic two-start recommendation, and I think that it goes double for a week like this one. All right, Miles Michaelis, two tough matchups at the Rockies and at home against the Brewers. Yeah, kind of same thing for him. Sub-3 ERA, sub-1 whip. I think you just run him out there whenever he has two starts. Lance Lynn had a strong start on Wednesday, and he's got two good matchups next week at the Royals, at home against the Tigers. Yeah, it's been a bumpy ride since he's returned, and I might normally play it more cautiously. But yeah, those matchups are awesome. And again, not many two-start options to choose from. So I think Lynn's pretty close to automatic this week, too. Blake Snell on a roll recently. He's got the Giants and at the Nationals. Scott, I'm just scared. I'm scared to be hurt again by Blake Snell. I understand, (laughs) but combined four walks in his last three starts, a couple double-digit strikeouts after that, uh, during that time. And one of his two matchups is against Washington, a triple-A lineup. So I think, again, not a great week for two-star pitchers. That makes Blake Snell automatic. Jamison Tyone at the Mariners and at the Red Sox. I'd leave him for points leagues. (laughs) It's been a struggle for Tyone recently. Sure has. How about the two-star pitchers to add and stream for next week? Who do you have there? Like Braxton Garrett. He'll have a good test this week going against the Phillies and Braves. Uh, his his four-start run of success has come against weak lineups. But the fact that it's a two-start week, even if the matchups are tough, I think I think you go ahead and ride the hot hand in Garrett there. All right. I also like Brady Singer. A matchup's on opposite end of the spectrum for him, White Sox and Dodgers, but he has pitched well of late. Uh, let's see, James Caprillion. He's only 16% rostered. Angels, Astros, again, opposite ends of the spectrum there. But uh, he's pitched well of late and is highly available. Also, Graham Ashcraft, Yusei Kikuchi, Keegan Thompson. Those are more low-end plays, maybe just strictly for points leagues. But I think their matchups are good enough, and I think they're good enough that uh, you could give them a shot. All right, the single-star streamer, Scott, I know you have a bunch on here that you do like for next week. Who are they? Yep. 
So I like Marcus Stroman. He goes against the Nationals. Again, that's like a triple-A lineup right now without Juan Soto and Josh Bell. Nick Lodolo should stay hot against the Cubs. Same for Hunter Green. Josiah Gray also gets the Cubs. Now, he hasn't been hot, but he still has a lot of strikeout potential and I think is worth using with a matchup like that. Johnny Cueto has only once given up more than three earned runs this year in a start somehow. He gets the Royals, so we'll continue to ride the hot hand there. Kyle Gibson gets the Marlins. Almost anybody's a good matchup against the Marlins right now, but particularly somebody who is capable of the volume that Gibson is. Let's move over to the hitters, the best hitter matchups for Week 19. The Diamondbacks, the White Sox, the Rockies, the Orioles, and the Angels. The worst hitter matchups, Phillies, Twins, Royals, Rangers, and Rays. Who do you like? Don't like much of anybody this week. I got to be honest. It's getting hard to find sleeper hitters less than 80% rostered who, whose matchups aren't prohibitive. Uh, but Trey Mancini, I like going to Minute Maid Park. His first game there with his new team, he hit a home run that would have not have been that would not have been a home run at Camden Yards. And I think that is a microcosm for how things are going to play out with that dramatic park shift for right-handed slugger. Where he might sit some for Yuli Gurriel, but he's got good matchups this week all at home. I love the Diamondbacks matchup as you, uh, matchups, as you pointed out. They get the Pirates for four games. They're at Colorado for three. I think that makes Josh Rojas a good play. I think it makes Alec Thomas a good play, especially since all the pitchers on the schedule right now are right-handed. He has good numbers against righties in particular. You mentioned the Orioles have the fourth-best matchups. Jorge Mateo's been hot, giving you a lot of speed with a little bit of power even. Ramon Arias was hot. It's kind of cooled off, but I, I think he's worth using with these matchups. Uh, Jaron Duran of the Red Sox, they only have righties on the schedule, so he should remain in the lineup. And then a couple really deep options here. Luis Renjifo, who's been batting third for the Angels, sadly, for them. But he's been hitting pretty well. He, he can steal bases, and the matchups are good. Also, Trent Grisham, the matchups they're at least not bad, and he has really shown his first signs of life this season uh, very recently here. So he's, you know, he's not a bad choice in a week with bad options. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.